Good morning, everyone. May the Lord richly bless you. Just want to remind you, feel free to send in your feedback, testimonies, or questions anytime, or prayer requests. Um, we will definitely take those things before the Lord, and uh, you can do that on any of our social media platforms, or you can do that on our website, jasondemars.com. You can contact me by phone or text, 612 Two nine three six eight four six. We're going to continue on to part four of the seven church ages. We will uh, kind of do a little bit of covering um, the uh, the slide away from truth that started in the second century and into the third century. So which third and fourth century which overlaps the second and third church ages and then we'll continue on on the fourth church age hopefully get through that and then our last one uh, uh, last one or two will be on the reformation and then the restoration so um, baptism scripturally was done in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ it was not done in the titles Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Uh, the name of Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, uh, it's name singular, not uh, names, not titles. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are not names at all. Uh, it's name, the name of the Lord, of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. According to Scripture in the book of Acts, the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost is the Lord Jesus Christ. And salvation and repentance was to be preached in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost? No. Salvation and repentance was to be preached in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. So from the uh, history of um, Britannica Encyclopedia, it says the baptismal formula was changed from the name of Jesus Christ to the words Father, Son, and Holy Ghost by the Catholic Church in the third century. That's the 200s, and that's absolutely true. Uh, again, Britannica Encyclopedia, everywhere in the oldest sources, it states that baptism takes place in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Um, from the Canny Encyclopedia of Religion, it says the early church always baptized in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ until the development of the Trinity doctrine in the third century. From the Catholic Encyclopedia, volume 2, page 263, here Catholic acknowledged that baptism was changed by the Catholic Church. Um, in Hastings Encyclopedia of Religion, it says Christian, Christian baptism was administered using the words in the name of Jesus the use of Trinity formula of any sort was not suggested in the early church. Baptism was always in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ until the time of Justin Martyr when the triune formula was used from the history dictionary of the Bible. Uh, the original form of words were into the name of Jesus Christ our, or Lord Jesus. Uh, baptism into the Trinity was a later development. In the New International Encyclopedia, it says the term Trinity was originated by Tertullian, a Roman Catholic Church father. Okay, so that was 
that was actually during the Smyrnaean church age that many of these things developed. And they took their form from deeds to a doctrine in that time period. They went from what was slowly taught and then it was formulated into a doctrine in the third church age at 325 at the Council of Nicaea. Let's read, we're going to read uh, about the fourth church age, Thyatira, um, and that is the time of the dark ages as we refer to it, Revelation 2, 18 through 29. And, and just to set the stage briefly, um, going into this time period, uh, the Roman Empire actually, the Western Roman Empire actually ceases to be. So uh, around the year, uh, in, the, in the 400s, um, the Western uh, Roman Empire began to erode uh, because they didn't have the money to pay their army. And their army was mostly the, the Goths which now we refer, refer to as Germanic people. But they had uh, someone that was set up as a king of, of the Goths, and he took the army, and he went and attacked Rome, and um, took over Rome. And after that, um, they let them go. Was Things continued on in a very, very small shape there in Rome, and in the late 400s, the, the, Ro the Western Roman Empire was uh, dismantled. The emperor in the late 400s, I think it was around the four, year 480, 476, 486, sticks out in my mind, it's one of those. Um, the emperor was actually captured and then sent into exile. So from the year 486 until the, until the year 800, the Western Roman Empire had no emperor. The seat of the Roman, quote-unquote, Roman Empire, it wasn't the Roman Empire anymore, it was the Byzantine Empire, was in Con Constantinople. And they were d very connected to the what we call now the Greek Orthodox. They at that time called it the Eastern Orthodox Churches. And their patriarch was in Constantinople, and uh, they uh, that that empire was very very strong in Turkey and the Middle East. And during the Thyatiran Church Age is when uh, Islam rose on the scene. Muhammad rose and started conquering vast areas in Arabia. He died and then his followers continued his conquering and went into Egypt, took over those Mediterranean lands, and it began to come in through, uh, come in through Spain. And in, it went into Spain and then it started coming into the area of the Franks or the French. And uh, William the Conqueror rose up and had an army and repelled the Muslims out of France and even repelled them almost to the coast in Spain. And uh, this, his son was Charlemagne. And in the year 800, Charlemagne was made, uh, crowned 
by the Pope and anointed by the Pope to be the Emperor of the Holy Roman Empire. And this was during the time of the Dark Ages, was really the revival of the Western Roman Empire. And at, at that time, from the year 800 until uh, the early uh, 1400s, uh, so during, from, from the year um, 800 up to, you know, the, 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 the year 1000, though, during those times, Muslims were slowly conquering Byzantine areas, slowly turning these Byzantine cities into Islamic cities. And during that time period, they eventually completely destroyed the Byzantine Empire so that there was no Byzantine Empire really left whatsoever. So then by, th by that time, um, in the, uh, I believe it was the early 1400s, but hopefully um, I'm not incorrect about that. Um, during that time period, there, the uh, in so, the uh, Constantinople fell uh, in the fourteen hundreds. Fourteen May twenty ninth, fourteen fifty three, Sultan Mehmed uh, destroyed, uh, took over Constantinople, and that was the end of the Byzantine Empire in 1453. So, um, d but it, you know, for about 200 years there, the Byzantine Empire was very, very small. Um, and in, it was in that time that we have uh, the Reformation began um, just Right, uh, right after that, in the early 1500s, with Martin Luther. So during the time of the Dark Ages, you had uh, the Western Roman Empire revived in the year 800, and the Eastern uh, Eastern Empire, the Byzantine Empire, thrived from uh, the year four really the year 286 all the way to 1453. So the, the, the Eastern Empire or the Byzantine Empire was 1200 years. And you'll find out that after the Roman Empire was revived and became the Holy Roman Empire under, under Charlemagne until it was uh, destroyed by Napoleon was 1806. So the Holy Roman Empire lasted a thousand years. Uh, the Byzantine Empire lasted 1,200 years. So with that said, let's go into the spiritual aspect of that. Revelation 2, 18 through 29. And unto the angel of the church in Thyatira write, These things saith the Son of God, who hath his eyes like unto flames of fire, and his feet are like fine brass. I know thy works and charity and service and faith and thy patience and thy works and the last to be more than the first. Notwithstanding, I have a few things against thee, because thou sufferest that woman Jezebel. That's the, prophet, that's the prostitute church, 
which calleth herself a prophetess to teach and to to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed to idols. The sacrifice of the mass this is speaking about. They made, they turned that into the literal body and literal blood of Jesus Christ so that people bowed down and worshipped unto it. And they, in so doing, they're committing fornication against Jesus Christ. Verse 21, And I gave her space to repent of her fornication, and she repented not. Behold, I will cast her into a bed, and them that commit adultery with her into great tribulation, except they repent of their deeds. And I will kill her children with death, and all the churches shall know that I am he which searcheth the reins and hearts, and I will give unto every one of you according to your works. But I say unto you, but unto you I say, unto the rest in Thyatira, as many as have not this doctrine and which have not known the depths of Satan as they speak, I will put upon you none other burden but that which ye have already hold fast till I come. And he that overcometh and keepeth my works unto the end, to him will I give power over the nations, and he shall rule them with a, rule them with a rod of iron as the vessels of a potter. Shall they be broken into shivers, even as I receive from my father." And I will give him the morning star. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. So Thyatira speaks of a dominating female. The church has become more powerful than the state that we saw in the year 800. That was actually the Pope that anointed and crowned Charlemagne. And now... The emperors were always looking to be a faithful Catholic. That's what their desire was to be, a faithful Catholic. And it was Charlemagne that Catholicized all of Western Europe. He completely stamped out paganism and anything contrary to Catholicism. There was a time under Charlemagne's rule, um, he was a brilliant tactician and he set up uh, counties with a count over them all over Europe. And he said, during this time period, everyone must become Catholic or they will be killed. And it was a time that the rivers ran red in Western Europe because anyone that refused to become a Catholic was beheaded. Uh, and so that was how Western Europe got rid of one form of paganism and took another form of paganism called Catholicism. So this is within the churches. True church, false church are both spoken to by Jesus. Um, the messenger to this church age is from Ireland named Columba. This church age lasted from 606 until 1520 when the Reformation began. They have the doctrine of Jezebel. They now teach uh, purgatory penitence, transubstantiation, that the body and blood of, uh, that the bread and wine transform into the literal body and blood of Jesus Christ and they worship it. This time period they made Mary into a goddess and she was a mediator between the people and Jesus Christ. They charged for mass. They enriched themselves on the people for a thousand years. 
than it was Jezebel, the false church became a Jezebel and she was enticing the people to commit fornication. So we will end our teaching there and we will start up on the fifth church age, the Sardisian church age. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please let us know. May the Lord richly bless you. Thank you.